Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July Independence Day holiday. We weren't without a distraction or two over the weekend from our celebrations of the founding of our republic. President Biden spent the weekend at Camp David with his family, including, of course, son Hunter Biden, who flew with the president from the White House to Camp David. It is now feared in some quarters that Hunter Biden may have left something behind, as he sometimes does. The Secret Service discovered what they describe as a suspicious white substance, and they called in the fire department hazardous materials team, suspecting we know not what. That team, as reported by the Washington Post, radioed their test results saying, we have a yellow bar saying cocaine hydrochloride, and it was confirmed to be cocaine. And saying it's a yellow bar sounds like there's quite a bit of it, doesn't it? And it was found in the White House. And Hunter, who has famously left behind things like laptops and crack pipes, was there before leaving for Camp David with his father. And it's hard to imagine, isn't it, that if there were a list of names of anyone who might have left behind a yellow bar of cocaine in the White House, Hunter Biden's name would be on that list, don't you think? And fairly high up as well. And as House investigations of the Biden crime family intensify, President Biden is under greater scrutiny than ever, and it appears at least to me that his political capital, his influence in the swamp, is now ebbing. And what has been exposed is the great internal conflict of our time between Marxist Dems, the deep state who hate America and all we stand for, and on the other side, Republicans, independents, patriots, who believe in the Republic and our founding principles, the American way of life. And our elected officials will have a very hard time deceiving the awakening American public. Not all have awakened, certainly, but perhaps enough to demand the truth. And that may be sufficient to win the war against the evil that controls our capital and our federal government. And Republican congressional leaders like Jim Jordan and James Comer taking on the corrupt deep state as well as the corrupt Marxist Dems, the Biden regime, Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan has promised reform of the surveillance tools of Section 702. But I doubt that reform alone can protect the American people from the politicized, weaponized deep state, especially the spy agencies. Whistleblowers are courageously stepping forward, talking with Jordan and Comer's committees, and each has revealed the sordid corruption that permeates our government. Our guest today is the former NSA senior intelligence analyst and whistleblower Russ Tice, a great American. 
Russ, thank you for being with us again, particularly as renewal of Section 702 of the Foreign Surveillance Act sends shivers up the backs of most Americans, and as Congress desperately needs more whistleblowers from the intelligence community, you say they don't have enough protection. Why is that? Well, a national security whistleblower, um, and that involves uh, people who work in the intelligence community and, and law enforcement, federal law enforcement, the FBI, uh, are, are, not, are exempt from the Whistleblower Protection Act. And even the Intelligence Whistleblower Protection Act only gives that person the right to bring it up to, like, the director of their agency um, or or the IG. If in my case, the IG was not even cleared for you know the information I wanted to talk to them with, uh, and then it's the director that determines whether they're a legitimate whistleblower or not. So, do you think the director of the FBI is allowing these people and determining them to be? legitimate whistleblowers and say, yes, go ahead to Congress and and tell them whatever you know. And your point is that they are not protected under the whistleblower law. That is correct. And I hear all these politicians um, saying that, 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 you know, that we are going, that the the law, we are, we're going to protect them under the law. And and they're obviously ignorant that the law does not protect them. I hear it over and over again. It just, it beguiles me to no end. And, and, you know, under, under President Trump, we had these supposed whistleblowers that are, that are going after him and, and ultimately wanted to impeach him and did over over this silly uh, phone call to Ukraine. And did President Trump go go and retaliate against them? No, he did not. And he could have, but he did not. And that shows the restraint that President Trump, who's supposed to be the most evil man in the world, showed against people that they were they were throwing hash at, at him, and it was it was total nonsense. But no. We have, uh, you know, we, we call ourselves spooks in our world. We have no whistleblower protection. That's the very first thing that NSA threw in my face when I tried to bring this up to the Merit System Protection Board. And the only reason I could go to the Merit System Protection Board was because I was a, uh, um, uh, had military service. And the uh, Office of Special Counsel is also uh, exempt from people going to the Office of Special Counsel with a complaint. Now, even when I went to the Merit System Protection Board, the, the judge said, you know, this involves a security clearance, and uh, I'm not going to look at that. And so he basically put a knife in my back. And he said, oh, by the way, you did a really good defense. You ought to consider being a lawyer as, as, as I'm walking away with a knife in my back. So, uh, so yes, there, there is no protection, none. Let me ask you this. Is there a an informal group of whistleblowers who've stepped forward over the years? Well, there's a, there's a few organizations. Uh, one is called POGO, and I forget what POGO stands for. Um, another one is uh, is the Whistleblower Coalition, which I'm actually a member of. Uh, another one is called um, starts with a G. I can't remember what that one is. But in 2000, in 2000, and these these organizations push for for enhancements. As a matter of fact, they push for for the enhancements of the Whistleblower Protection Act that took place in. Um, in 2008, or was it 2012? No, it was 2012. I guess it was, and and they and they did get more people uh, covered by the uh, by the Whistleblower Protection Act. But on the sly, this was when uh, President Obama was in office. On the sly, uh, they were going to include uh, intelligence folks and and FBI folks. But in the sly, uh, a certain senator from Maine went and talked to uh, the, the president and arranged to make sure, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the wee hours, 
that that was all thrown out of the bill. And I, uh, I do believe her name is Collins from uh, Maine. So thanks, uh, Senator Collins, uh, for putting the knife in her back on that one. So so after taking that dirk, um, so they passed. They passed. They included some more folks. Once again, the intel folks and the uh, the federal uh, law enforcement were excluded. Well, this is deeply troubling because what we are witnessing, uh, as I've and I have said, one of the the reasons I have thought of the FBI and uh, particularly as corrupt through and through is that not a single whistleblower had stepped forward, and with the understanding that there is no protection for them other than that that can be uh, brought to bear through the U.S. Congress. Uh, That's deeply troubling. And why would we make such an an exemption, as you put it? Why would we not want every federal employee, especially those uh, in the military, uh, on the front lines, uh, in intelligence, uh, on the front lines in, in any different way, why wouldn't we want them protected? Well, I, I don't think it's the answer is not why we. The answer is why the people in power don't want that to happen because ultimately these these people, the whistleblowers, are going to drop the dime on illegal and unconstitutional and and uh, nefarious activities that are happening at the at the tops in, uh, of their own agencies and and within the government. And these people at the top of the government uh, make the rules. So that yes, we as citizens would certainly like to have that happen. Unfortunately, the people we put on Capitol Hill um, make sure that that doesn't happen. Another another thing that, that, that's involved here is um, NSA has been spying on Congress and and the chief executive. They, matter of fact, they had President Obama's number and they were spying on him even before he became president. So so my question is, what kind of dirt does NSA have against these politicians and the executives? that are in power, that they can force the issue and say, hey, you better make sure that our folk, you know, that these our, our own people can't come and uh, come back at us for our illegal, uh, illegal activity, um, or else we're going to, you know, lay down the dirt on you. So I, I think uh, Congress and, and even the president, I'm pretty sure Obama, they were all being blackmailed. Interestingly enough, NSA and the IC has been swimming in money since since uh, 9/11. They they have never had one of their budgets questioned. They they have they have money for everything you can think of. NSA is expanding to over over 45 different buildings. And people just think of the campus at NSA, but there's there's little subsections of, of buildings all over the central Maryland area. Uh, you know um, that are all NSA facilities. There it's humongous, and people have you know. Where's the accountability for what's going on here? And why do they need so many buildings? Well, um, it, it, you know, ultimately, if you're if you're literally spying on on foreign entities and you want to increase that capability, you're you're going to need to expand somewhat. I mean, there's a, there's buildings for admin, there's buildings for logistics, there's buildings for the different services, there there's buildings for uh, the, the contractors to do a lot of the work. But here's here's like the big uh, building, the big uh, data center center they built out in Bluffdale, Utah. The reason is they've included domestic spying uh, on our own citizens. So now you have to increase the capability because now we are spying on every communication made by every citizen word for word in the United States. Well, that's... So you ultimately have to expand on that, don't you? <laughs> well, I, I would think not. 
Uh, I think that would be up to those folks in power, as you pointed out earlier. Russ Tice, we're talking uh, with the former National Security uh, Senior Intelligence Analyst and whistleblower. Uh, we're going to come right back with Russ Tice right after these messages. Stay with us. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Talking with Russ Tice, former NSA senior intelligence agent uh, analyst, uh, and we're delighted to have you with us, Russ. Let, let's get to a couple of these uh, these points here, because it, it's uh, forgive the the pun. It is enticing uh, to to contemplate all of that uh, space that they've built up, all of the storage that they must have, and all of the recordings. And I wonder how far back they keep that uh, material and whether or not, for example, if we want to know just exactly what uh, President Obama was doing when he was in Cairo, when he gave that famous speech uh, denigrating the the United States on, uh, on off uh, uh, overseas, why why couldn't we just go back and find a, a little bit out uh, there? Uh, who knows what and who was uh, recording them and what did they learn? Uh, you know, it gets to be fascinating. Well, remember, it's everything. So NSA has everything. Uh, those those thirty some emails, thirty thousand some emails that uh, that uh, Miss Hillary Clinton just that just happened to you know, you know, disappear or, you know, at the hands of hammers and grinders or however they destroyed them. Uh, NSA has all those emails. So all the communications like like in the debacle that happened in, in Libya, um, uh, where we lost an ambassador and, and a few of our other folks. You, you, you mean to tell me Benghazi, you mean to tell me there's not, not a whole lot of communications in between the, the president and Hillary and, and, and a whole lot of other folks that, that supposedly don't exist? Now, of course they do, and NSA has all that. So they have the dirt on everybody. And as far as how, how you know, initially, I think, with one of the older provisions, they said they were going to keep the information for five years, and that, I think, has been done away with. So it's basically now in perpetuity that they're going to keep this forever. So, um, and that's what that huge facility is out there in, in Bluffdale, Utah, is for. With the ability, over a million square feet of data storage, uh, at, with the ability to, to expand. And think about that, that you're, you know, with a little chip the size of your pinky fingernail, you can put almost a, a you know, a, a half of, a, what, a 500 gigs on that, or, um, which is incredible. Think about what you can, how much storage, data storage you can put when you have a hundred million plus uh, 
square feet of storage uh, capability. I, I, I have a hard time putting 500 gigabytes, given my technological, uh, uh, I'm, I'm technologically disadvantaged, but I can compare it to analog. And every one of those big distribution centers and warehouses that you see across the country where our semi-trucks are going in to load and lo the logistics are set forth and they're moving uh, tons of uh, goods every day. Each one of those distribution centers is roughly a million square feet, the largest ones. So that's... Uh, that's about the same that's about proximate to the utah facility isn't it well it is but you got to understand what's happened over the last several years the 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 communications world has moved from analog to all digital so so which is much much easier to manipulate when you have it all digital before when you had analog you'd have to convert it to digital and there was a whole lot of machinations in, in the middle of doing all right. that which which took time and money and space and and but now everything is digital so it makes it so much easier to manipulate and to 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 imply to put it through algorithms and other kind of filters when you have this and to store it ultimately the intelligence community and the deep state they're really in charge of the government aren't they they're in charge of us i think the answer is yes lou i'm pretty sure the answer is yes i i don't I don't see any other conclusion based on what you're saying. If NSA has all of that history and all of the concurrent uh, conversations, communications uh, between and among uh, government officials, private citizens, other nations, uh, they have information is power. They are the ultimate power, it would seem to be. I, I, you know, we've discussed a little bit of that before. When, when you have um, omniscience, you ultimately have omnipotence, and 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 NSA and and the system they have is very, you know, it's basically fine-tuned. It's very sentient. That uh, they're very proficient at taking this information, filtering it, and placing it in the right uh, pockets so that it can be in databases that are easily accessible, you know, in, in into the future. So so. It's all very mechanized, and it's all ready for use. What what the what we're hearing about the FBI and the information that they're using, that you know, on on uh, on people that, that that were even anywhere near the Capitol on, on January six, or 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 going to Catholic masses where they speak Latin, or or, or going to schoolhouse, uh, you know, uh, the Board of Education schoolhouse uh, meetings and and uh, protesting, you know, the the fact that they're teaching the to have our children mutilated, and uh, you know, um, and taught that they're that they're the, the, a different sex and that sort of thing. That all that information that they're getting on these people domestically, mind you, is coming from NSA, and that's where that's where the FBI gets this information. And NSA is, if you will, the umbrella source for uh, all kinds of surveillance. I guess every kind of surveillance imaginable. But I understand that the CIA is also competitive, uh, now seeking to have its own uh, sources uh, within the CIA. Uh, but the point here is, we're we're looking at the, you know, once again, uh, re-approving uh, uh, the 702s uh, that make possible uh, spying on American citizens. What we're really saying is there's no way in hell 
that Congress will not approve that because they're owned by the NSA. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. You know, I mean, the, the 702, if you, I think I sent you something on the 702. It's, it's designed for foreign. It's designed for foreign communications related to terrorists and, and saboteurs and, and uh, uh, people conducting intelligence against the United States and counterintelligence issues. It, it, foreign is that's, that's what, you know, FISA, that first F in FISA is foreign. It's, it's, not, it's not DISA, domestic. It's foreign. So, um, but it's been turned against the American people, and 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 they're lying. They said you know, they have a oh I don't know that um, supposedly the uh, two hundred and seventy eight thousand abuses they've come across. Well, that's nonsense too. That first of all, they're doing it on everyone, and 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 those numbers are probably the targeted numbers that they're pulling out of databases. And I'll bet they're ten to a hundred times more in that abuse um, you know, arena because there's no pushback. The, the intelligence community has to report on themselves. So why why would they tell the truth? Yeah, Why would they tell the truth? Uh, because they're in service to the nation, uh, but no longer. The nation is actually subservient uh, to our intelligence agencies, and no one wants to acknowledge that reality. Uh, and it makes, it makes liars out of everyone who say that, you know, uh, uh, the U.S. government was unaware that the Chinese government was buying farmland and taking up, up positions uh, strategically close and proximate to uh, our most sensitive uh, Air Force base, missile bases uh, around the country. Uh, the, everything is known by the intelligence agencies, and therefore you have to wonder, is it because they can't bring discrete judgment to all of that data and information? Or is it because what is happening is precisely what they want to happen? Your best That's guess. That's a good question. Yeah, my, my best guess is it's a bit of both. Um, in some cases, um, you know, if, if, for instance, a foreign nation were to, like, make a whole lot of, like, political campaign uh, contributions and or to enrich a politician who becomes very prominent and make their family worth tens of millions of dollars, and that, that politician becomes in a prominent position of power to be able to turn a blind eye to what uh, communist China is doing domestically in our country, then you have to wonder if that's intentional. Then other aspects of that question are, are we collecting so much data that we've, we've created a, a, a Mount Everest of, of, of uh, uh, basically a straw, and, and ultimately there's, there's a few um, needles in there, but uh, it's going to be impossible to find it. So I think the, question is, the answer is a little bit of both. Not, not that they could possibly you know, have, have a, a chief executive be, be bought off by a foreign nation, of course. And we don't even need NSA to know that. Uh, it, it seems if it, clumsy enough. What we really need is uh, ineptitude uh, on the part of the perpetrators so that we can actually see what's happening. Uh, we're deeply reliant on limited uh, uh, intellects in the in the perp class. Uh, you know, as, as I sit here, Russ, thinking about all of this, it, it just it's appalling to think that there is a great lie in the country, and that lie is that we are a nation requiring in our government the consent of the governed. There is no way in the world uh, that that's what's occurring uh, in this country right now. We're going to take up that issue as we continue our conversation with Russ Tice. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Russ Tice. Russ, let's go to that issue. Just how, how free is America? Uh, just how much liberty do we truly have and how much of what is a federal government that is run by the deep state uh, and the Marxist Dems right now, how much of it is just simply a, a, a mirage, uh, simply hall hallucination uh, on the part of the governed? Well, I, I believe that, that they have a, you know, they have a frame of information that you're allowed to, to see. And and things that you're allowed to believe, and and within that framework, you're fine. But once once you broaden out beyond that, and you start to think for yourself and become a a free thinker, then you're in trouble. You know, now now we're in the or Orwellian world, where where you know if you're not talking, you know, the new speak, and 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 the proles are getting out of control, then you're then ultimately you know, you've got some issues, and uh, and you got somebody uh, there to. Uh, to, to you know, to ultimately, I mean, I mean, they just put someone in in jail for like 18 years for for basically, you know, th you know, thinking that, that the United States government is is, is out of control, um, and, and and then we have people that go around you know trying to kill people in 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 metro stations and and they get slaps on the wrist. What the hell is going on in this country? Um, I mean, the 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 people that are running the show are profligates. Um, and and the politicians, I think, are obsequious to to the to the the, the police state and, and the intelligence community that's that's truly running the show and telling us, you know, they'll tell us how much freedom we're allowed to have, basically. Well, Jack Dorsey uh, coming out with a a, a tweet uh, last week uh, talking about uh, he agrees with J uh, with JFK. Uh, that we should just simply get rid of uh, the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, uh, and, and put up a picture of JFK with his what appeared to be a random tweet, uh, but not so random because that is a very deep issue right now confronting this nation, and no one is speaking straightforwardly about it. Um, well, there are a few besides besides, um, besides Robert F. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, which was the premise for that uh, that seemingly random tweet uh, from Dorsey. Well, I think President Trump has said, "Look, you know, if I get back in there, I'm going to shake the shake the tree like nobody's ever shaken it." Um, I, I think he's been a, a little bit of. Um, you know, vague on, on exactly, but I think he's kind of in, in 
insinuating that it's the same sort of response. I back I, after the Bay of Pigs, um, uh, uh, President Kennedy, you know, who was pretty ticked off at the CIA, that basically said he was going to tear the CIA into 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 a thousand pieces and throw it to the wind. And now his his uh, this is done right to saying the same thing. Um, and you know, not not that I'm going to say that there there was a <clears throat> a conspiracy what happened uh, in Dallas to uh, President Kennedy, but we know what happened to President Kennedy. So um, it's um, the the police the the the, the deep state. Uh, I, I believe will do anything in their power to make sure uh, that uh, that they exist, and they consider. I think they consider President Trump and a, a huge existential threat. Yeah, I think I think you're right. He also had ordered a lot to do with the Russia collusion hoax, the uh, crossfire hurricane, all of the frame up. Uh, he ordered the deep state to do that, and he was blocked. They simply ignored his direct order uh, to do that. So to temper that, uh, there is both his reluctance, uh, for whatever reason at that time, to release the JFK files, but there is also there is also sufficient power within the deep state that the point being that they can block a presidential executive order. Well, I believe part of the problem there was <clears throat> President Trump was naive when he first came into office, and and he didn't understand how deep the, this threat came, and he started putting people in the power that, that were that, that, that smiled and you know and said how wonderful he was, and these people were vipers at his feet, waiting, waiting, waiting to pounce. You know the um, the, the the director of CIA. I mean, she was involved in making sure that that information towards the you know when he made that order, that made make sure it didn't come out, and so was uh, the director of the FBI. Um, so so. Oh, and then I mean, you had people like Brenner in there, and the, I mean, not Brenner, the um, Brennan, the yeah. mustache guy, um, John oh, Bolton, and and, John and Bolton. it's just, the, in my opinion, I would love to see President Clinton, I mean President uh, uh, Trump, back in power, but he's got to find the right people and um, and and make sure that he doesn't have you know the vipers uh, waiting to pounce and and put their fangs into him. Um, when the right time comes, and that's what—that's the kind of people he had. These, uh, <laughs> that, but I, I think I think he's he's learned his lesson now. He he knows what he's up against now. Uh, I don't know how you break through uh, the corruption and the monster uh, that we have created in our federal government. Well, the first thing you you need to do is is delete some of these agencies that are problems. Some of them need to be destroyed and rebuilt like like a phoenix from the ashes. Uh, I certainly believe the FBI is one of those agencies that has to be destroyed and rebuilt and or the, 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 the necessary functions of that agency be put with the federal um, uh, marshal service or something like that. Uh, NSA needs to be decapitated and, and, and ultimately focused once again only on their mission of foreign intelligence. Um, and as far as finding the right people, he needs to he needs to find those that are talking out now, and he needs to you know find those willing that are willing to help him. And then he needs to ask those you know who are the people that are that are like minded like you that believe in liberty and the Constitution, and and then and then hire hire as, as many of those folks as he can that that, that are you know 
the establishment, oh, oh, look, I have a, I have a degree from Yale, and I, you know, this and that, and but you know, it's a swamp dweller that that uh, those people, like all the SCSs in I, in all of these agencies, all the senior executive service people, they need to be fired on day one, as far as I'm concerned, um, every single one of them, um, and yes, he, he's going to have a, a task to find the right people to to help him out. Um, that's that's going to be a tough chore. And particularly a tough chore when his own party doesn't support him uh, and the rhinos don't support him. Uh, we are, have a classic fascist structure in this country now that is business aligning with government. Uh, the Marxist Dems aligned uh, with uh, academia, uh, with our universities and colleges, our public uh, schools, K through 12 indoctrinating and indoctrinating and indoctrinating while parents and families are, are their targets uh, day in and day out. Uh, the American people right now are under assault as they've never been before our culture, our heritage, uh, and our and our our constitutional republic itself. Uh, and I thank you for bringing some considerable light to the reality of what does exist within not only the intelligence agencies, but the deep state itself within our federal government uh, and all that uh, we have to overcome to really, truly restore liberty uh, to the American way. Uh, we always give you the last word, Russ, so take it away, your concluding thoughts. Well, it sounds a, it's a bit depressing the way you put it, Lou. But uh, you know, and some of us, some of us have have stood in the in the past, uh, like Leonidas, and we've fallen at, at, at Thermopylae. Uh, but and 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 you think this may be a Sisyphusian, uh, you know, task to get that boulder up on top of that ridge, and we keep pushing, and it keeps falling back down. But but I believe that it we can still save this. Uh, I believe we need the right guy at, at the the helm, um, and I think that guy exists. Um, and, and, and we, and we need to just keep pushing. And ultimately, um, the people themselves are, are starting to see what's happening here. Even, even with the deep state, uh, um, establishment and corporate press that, uh, tries to keep people ignorant, people are starting to wake up. And I, I think we're going to ultimately succeed and bring, bring our constitutional Republic back in order. Thank you, Russ Tice, a great American a regular contributor to the show as well. Thanks, everybody. Here tomorrow, attorney Kevin Evans. He's been seeking the truth about Biden corruption since the election of 2020. And in that time, he's learned the FBI has hundreds of documents that he's been seeking. But they're fighting him every step of the way. A judge this month decides if Evans and the American people win or will it be the deep state and the family they protect. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you and God bless America.